Perez. Wiltel makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to a Burkamp Wonderland. Today is Monday and I had six guests come on and do their predictions for the 23-24 season. So here they all are, all in one long podcast. Have it, enjoy it, love it, share it. Thank you very much. More tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Robert Cat Wonderland, a fiendish new series that I thought I think people might like. The gist of this is I've done a Google spreadsheet, which you can all see. I'll put it in the link on the tweets. You can all see it. And it's going to be 10 questions, predictions for next season. And I thought 10, 15 people might do it. I've got 25 people so far, and I've got about another 10 or 15 that want to do it. And that's even before the, the ABW lot pull their finger out their their, their back end and, and get it done. I've even got some ABW legends coming on. Mr. Pfeiffer said yes. Uh, Jeff in Canada has said yes. FK has said yes. Tom has said yes. So, uh, and uh, I think there's a few other. Gav, God, I can't forget Gav, who invented ABW with me. But the very first one we're going to do is, is quite frankly, the best-looking Arsenal fan on Twitter. It's 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 oh, Mark, yeah. the runner-gunner, gunner-runner, one way around or the other. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, Dave. Thank you very much for having me on. So uh, um, are you excited to be the first person to do the uh, do the predictions? I, I'm very excited, yeah. Like, I see, I can't copy people's homework, you see. So... <laughs> a bit left field with some of my predictions then uh, yeah. yeah so um yeah some of them some of them were, were easier than others but uh but yeah i think um i think i'll be there or thereabouts coming in the season i think right i'm going to share the screen so everybody can see a part of it part of the fun of the show is i'm going to be uh typing in your deluded answers as we go <laughs> along so there we go people you should be able to see the screen there now can i make it full screen I can indeed. Oh, look, it can move you down the bottom as well. I think that one down the bottom works pretty well. Um, can everybody at home, can you all see the, the predictions on there? I might make it a little bit bigger. Um, there we go. Right, so just to confirm, your name is Mark, and it is at Marky249 on the Twitters, just confirming the basics of the whole thing. Absolutely, you got it. Are you affiliated to any podcast or blog that I can fill in on this wonderful database? Um, I do guess sometimes on the uh, the wonderful hybrid squad podcast as well with Sophie at now and again. So big big shout out to those guys too. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go and because I got Sophie on here somewhere. Um, the hybrid squad. I will go and add you. You can be found on the hybrid squad. Right. The very first question is who is going to be the Premier League winner this season? I've gone with Arsenal. Oh, oh, oh. so. I would, oh, oh, clearly, I'd love us to win the league, <laughs> clearly, but I just, I just can't see past Man City, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I think, I think their last season, I think they're probably one of the best, potentially the best team I've ever seen in my in my lifetime. I think, I think to win a treble like that and the football they play, 
and the fact that you're not watching the game thinking, oh, if this player gets injured, you know, we might stand a chance, or if that player gets injured, it's just the, the depth in squad, the way they play football, I just can't see past them. Um, I can't see past them this year. I think, um, I think, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be City again, a bit boring, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, City for me. That's the way it works, though. Um, so where, where have you got Arsenal finishing? I've obviously got them finishing first as champions because you don't really ever finish uh, as champions and not finish first. So what, where have you got us? Yeah, I've got us sitting in third. Um, I think that we'll have another good season. I think being in the Champions League, it's going to be a little bit tougher for us than last season. We massively overachieved, in my opinion, last season to come second and to run City so close. So... Um, so yeah, I've got I still having a good season, um, but I think Champions League football um, might might do us a bit of harm next season. So I think I think third. Okay, I, I see where you're coming from for that. I've been surprised that Saka in all competitions has been our top goal scorer two seasons in a row. I'm putting him down all competitions for the Arsenal to be a third season in a row to be top scorer. But I think we're going to get a lot of different answers for this. So what's your prediction? All competitions. <laughs> I've gone Bakaya Saka. Of course, I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've gone Bakaya Saka, but say they, I think that's the great thing about our team. We, we're not we're not solely reliant on one player to score goals, right? Uh, and with you know, like additions even like Havertz, I know... It, for me, it's a bit of a weird side, and I really want him to prove us all wrong and, and, and banging the goals next season. But uh, we've, we've got so many different outlets where we can get goals. We've got, you know, you Martelli, Girodegaard, Jesus. You know, Jesus is, you know, is, is, a, is our centre forward, but um, he needs to stay fit. And uh, and we, we play a style of football where we're not solely reliant on centre forward, right? Um, but I was I almost went really left field with this answer because someone who I think is an outstanding finisher uh, but doesn't always start games is uh, is Trossard for me. And um, he's a player that when we bought him, I wasn't overly excited about. Uh, obviously, was, was all aboard the, the Madrid train. But Trossard, is, I think, is an outstanding player. And I think if he, if he starts games... Um, he he will score goals for us. So I I almost I almost yeah I almost did put Trossard, but you can't you can't look past Saka, can you? The guys the guys unbelievable. Was one of the for me he's one of the, he's one of the best players in the world. Easily, I was talking with um, I can't remember it's someone on a podcast recently, and I said it won't. They said it. Well, I think it was our Femi. He said it won't be long before everybody's talking about Saka as potentially the best player in the world. And he's only 21 and he's ours and he's got signed a deal till 2027. Those kind of things make you giddy like Christmas Eve, don't they? Absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the way the change is done in now from where we were before. If we have these amazing players at the Arsenal, you would be thinking, oh, you know, it's only going to be a few seasons. They'll be letting them go. We have to start again. But I think it's great the players we brought in, but the, the players that we've tied down as well, that, that's, that's even bigger. It is. It's true. Um, now for one that I, I, I enjoy. Where's Spurs going to finish? I've picked eighth. This is going to be funny because uh, <laughs> it's quite mean. I know I need to pick. I know I need to pick a specific number, but I put between six and eight. And I will get up, let's say seventh, because I, don't think I can't go between six and eight. And the reason I said six and eight, I think if they hang on to Kane, I think they'll, they will, they'll uh... be sick. If yes. they they lose Kane, I think they could finish anywhere between eighth and tenth, 
And the reason for that is not even it's not the fact they'll lose Kane. It's the fact that I think what we've got the league starting a couple of weeks time and the transfer window in what a month. So if they do lose Kane, I can't. Say, who are they going to replace him with in a month of that caliber? I hate to say he's, 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 a, he's a great player, right? It, we all hate him, but I just I just don't see how they're going to do it. I don't see how they're going to do it. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hilarious. And the money they will get for him, they will just throw it around like a teenage girl at, uh, what's that shop where you go in? Uh, Claire's, where it's all hair clips and earrings. They'll just be like that. They'll just be spending it. I'm, I'm, I'm still not over the, all the bail money that they wasted on, on morons like um, uh, Soldado. Oh dear! I think at one point in the season, I think there was a Premier League goalkeeper who had scored more Premier League goals than Soldado had done in the season, and he was their well. striker. Magnificent! One player out of the seven or eight players that they bought was was any good? Was Ericsson? But yeah, the rest of us absolute trash. I had no idea what to do with the money. I just think it's just going to be quite funny to watch it unfold, really. So, um, so yeah, so we'll say seventh. But I yeah, I put I put between six and eight. So let's go seven. How about FA Cup winner? What are you going with that? I've gone for Newcastle United. These ones are just really hard, but I, I, think, yeah. I think they're going to try and push really hard to win something. They they're, they're, they were tough. Like the League Cup and FA Cup were really hard to predict, but um, the FA Cup is Arsenal's cup and we haven't won it in at least a few seasons. So I've gone with the Arsenal for the FA Cup. Oh, a little cut and paste there for me. That's made my life a lot easier. I don't have to right. type anything. How about the League Cup? I've gone Aston Villa, partly because we've got an Aston Villa fan coming on later tonight, um, uh, Sebastian. What are you going to go for? Danny, I feel like we should be on Countdown because I'm going to show you my late plan. It says Aston Villa. Excellent. I can give, I can, I'll tell you my workings out for Aston Villa. Go on then. <laughs> I think the signings they've made have been brilliant. Um, Diaby, Torre, Tielemans, they've really brought in some really, really, really good players. Ula Emery's a decent manager. Anyone who was going to come in after Arsenal Wenger was going to have a terrible time. Um, but he's a, he's a good manager. We've seen that at Villarreal. We've seen that um, this half season at, um, at Aston Villa. I've watched because I'm starved of football, lots of pre-season friendlies which Villa have been involved in and they've looked decent. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really funny. I thought I was going a bit left field there with Villa. But, yeah, I've gone Villa for the League Cup. Now then, I don't know if this is proved. I've gone completely off my trolley. Champions League winner. I've gone Arsenal. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be feeling very let down towards the, at the end of this coming season. What have you gone for? I've gone for Real Madrid for Champions League winner. As the FA Cup is our trophy, I think the Champions League is theirs. I, I, I love Bellingham. I think he's great. Um, so yeah, I've gone for around Madrid for the Champions League. Yeah, it kind of makes sense for that. They uh, I think they, they find that easier to win than than any other team. Not not just historically, but because of the players they got, and they are just generally a fantastic team and I and I hate them for it. Yeah. Um where are we up to now? Uh top goal scorer, top Premier League goal scorer at all competitions. Yeah, it's um it's Terminator two looking man, isn't it? It's hard. <laughs> he just he's just so good. Like you, you shouldn't be allowed to be that quick if you're that strong. It's, it, sorry, if you're that quick if you're that you know, strong and powerful. Um yeah. just like the attribute, he finishes, he's good like just yeah, annoyingly very, very, very good. Guy's a machine, so yeah, Harland. Um doesn't seem to pick up injuries and we does, it's the only uh, the odd the odd knock really out for a game. 
So, yeah, that's an easy one for me. Probably the easiest out of all the questions is, is, is hard to be efficient. It is. Do you think he's going to bang 50-plus again? Maybe, maybe not, but <laughs> who knows that team of the plays he's got around him. Bearing in mind, I think the only thing, obviously, with, with Gundogan leaving and going to Barcelona, he might not maybe get as much serve, but, you know, who we can have got so many world-class players, he's still going to have all those opportunities, so wouldn't pit past him. Okie dokie. The championship winner. I, normally, I wouldn't be bothered with the championship, but I think with three huge teams, Leicester, Southampton and Leeds all going down, I mean, I can see all three coming straight back up again. Yeah. But, but who are you going to go for? Yeah, I went for Southampton. I went for Southampton. They don't seem to have lost as many players as the um, as the other teams uh, who've gone down. Um, you know, Leicester have been... Uh, pulled apart, I think, a bit with losing uh, Madison, Tillemans, Barnes, uh, and they've all gone. Um, so yeah, Southampton for me, I think now I think they'll bounce back up. I hope Vardy stays at Leicester. I think it's the decent thing to do. Stay there, bang fifty goals next season, get him to the Premier League, and then retire. But, yeah, uh, he seems to be one of the. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's a fan's favourite, and I think it looks like he he will be staying, which is good. And good luck to Leicester. They shouldn't have gone down if Peter Schmeich. Casper Schmeichel would have stayed, they wouldn't have gone down. Yeah, true. They, I don't have no beef with Leicester. They're, they're, they're no. a decent one club. But it's the same with Southampton as well. You yeah. know, fine. Yeah, I hope they, um, yeah, I have no problem with them going back up. I like Leeds. Them. Leeds, not so much. Leeds can run the championship. <laughs> I hope they spend a lot of money and then don't come back up. And Bamford yeah. will just do the usual bullying in that league. And then if they come up, he'll struggle in the Premier League yet again. Yeah. Um, another bit of fun here. First manager, Premier League manager, to actually get fired, not to quit or resign or to change jobs, but to go be shown the door. I've gone for Poskipologalu. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, Des. The, the spelling's not going to get any easier for you here. Uh, I'm not happy at all. Oh, I've got Wikipedia open. I'm cutting and pasting all day long. <laughs> I've gone for Wolves manager, uh, Julian Lopetegui. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and the rationale behind that, just... They looked pretty crap uh, at the end of the last season. Uh, they there was lucky there was just worse teams than them to, that, that went down. Uh, they they got a tough start. Their first five or six games are pretty uh, are pretty tough. So um, so yeah, I've gone I've gone with them, uh, and they've also lost Jimenez um, to to firm. So I don't I don't know if he's been replaced yet. And in my head. It feels like it's a long time to go to the season starts, but it, it's two weeks, and uh, yeah. it's so nice to be at the stage of Arsenal where we've kind of got all our business done. Yeah, um, it wasn't that long ago that Wenger would still be haggling over one million pound. We would have had no players come in and refusing to give contracts to players that were that have uh, that, that wanted to have stay, and then they end up going. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's not a bad. Um, there's nothing in there that, of your answers that made me think he's off his trolley. Yeah, I agree with most. Yours probably make more sense than most of mine do. I think my saying Foster Pelogalu uh, going is just because I, I love to see them fail. Yeah. Which is hilarious because he is going to get no backing from the club. Um, if Kane goes, he is going to struggle because they've got no one. I mean, they've got, they've got Rakelson who scored a hat-trick in some tin pot. Not, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a tin pot cup. It was a, it was a cup made out of plastic. Yeah. And, uh, they, they think it's all back on because he scored a hat-trick. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy, uh, but yeah, he, expectations are way too high at Spurs, so I don't think that's a bad shout at all. Like, if Kane, like I said, it's not it's not the issue if Kane if Kane went a month ago, 
then maybe they could have identified someone to bring in. But the fact that if he goes and they've just got, like I said, they just got a shallow center from. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait for the <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking forward for the North London Darbers when we smashed them like the old days. It won't be 5-2, it'll be 5-0. Yeah, I've got a mate who's a season ticket holder and he's given up his season tickets at Spurs. He said, I'm, I can't I can't deal with it. He's given both of them up. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, you know, they, they pay so much money and what do they get every season? Absolutely nothing. And unless your mate's 80 years old, he wouldn't have seen anything for a long time. Yeah, very true indeed. Right, there you go. That 10-minute podcast has taken the 16 minutes so far. And I've got Gav coming up next at 7 o'clock. If you're interested in who else is coming up, at 8 o'clock it is going to be Mike McDonald um, from the USA, the wonderful blogger and quiz master. 10 o'clock, at 9 o'clock it's going to be Stan the Man. is joining us from sunny Canada. 10 o'clock it's going to be Sebastian Bacon, who has been on a few times, an Aston Villa fan. Very, 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 very good uh, um Pundit? Do we call them pundit? It's a podcaster. He does it all. And then at 10, 11 o'clock, we're letting you down with Chris, the Lion Gooner. It's from live from uh, Florida. It's going to be it's going to be a car crash with him. His phone isn't going to be working. He'll have it upside down. He won't know what he's doing. His dog will be barking. And then yeah, he'll probably have no idea to any of the answers. But that's just uh, that's just him for you. So uh, yeah, Mark, we're going to get you back on in the season for a longer chat. Get you on for a podcast. That'll be an hour and a half for you to uh, delight the, the the people looking with uh, watching with your with your good looks and your wise views. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> so much for having me. Really appreciate it, Danny. Yeah, thank you very much, people. We are going to be back at seven o'clock. So uh, we'll see you then. Here's the outro. Goodbye. This is part two of six shows today. Each meant to be 10 minutes. The first one lasted 16 minutes. Now I've got Gav on. If this lasts anything less than five hours, I will be amazed. <laughs> it is the man who invented ABW, who I always forget to credit for that. It's Chopsy, it's Strutter, it's Gavlar, it's Mr. Shewar. How are you doing, Treacle? I'm good, mate. You're looking absolutely beautiful, mate, with your manicured head and your freshly cut beard. I've got to say, Dan, you're looking very, very handsome, mate. That's very nice of you. No one's ever said that to me before. No, it, I mean, because normally, we like, you know, you go on video and your beard looks like it's got birds nesting in it. Easy. Like that. <laughs> Easy I mean, you've, got, tiger. You've, got, you've got like two bits of hair spiked up at the top where you where it's attempting to uh, grow and multiply. Uh, but, yeah, no, you're looking good, Dan. You're looking good. It's, it's good to see you looking good, mate. You've you've absolutely ruined it there. It was going so well. Right. Um, the whole point of this, people, is uh, we've got the predictions. I will bring them up on the screen like I did last time. Present the screen. Share a screen. This is there. Bing bong. Jobs are good. And then now I realise you can put people down the bottom. There you oh. go. So um, just confirm your name is Gav and you are uh, your Twitter is at SheWar. Uh, on the advice of my solicitor, I exercise my right to silence. Excellent. It's not the first time you said that. And it's <laughs> shewarshop.com for all of your top quality schmutter. Yes. Thank you very much. Excellent. Right. I've uh, told you what the questions are. I hope you've made a note of what your answers are. Uh, Premier League winner, what have you gone for and why? Uh, well, you caught me at a moment earlier. So I went for the Arsenal. Hey, I like that. Uh, I on. just, yeah, no, I, I've just got a funny feeling this season, Dan. 
yeah. don't know why. I haven't had, I haven't had this feeling since hybrid days, really. Uh, but I've just got a, a feeling that something great's about to happen at our club. I've yeah. really, really just got that feeling that, you know, I'm loving all the players. I'm loving the the signing so far this summer. Uh, I'm hoping we might get at least one nice one in as well. Uh, not sure whether Keeper is the, is the place that I'd go for. Uh, but, yeah, no, we've got cover everywhere. Uh, I'm just – and obviously, I, I love our town. Love our do. Love what Mertesacker's doing at the uh, at Uh It's all going so, so well in the right direction that I'm just really hoping that we can stick to the sort of like three quarters of last year's form and start again and, and crash through the whole year. That would indeed be a thing of beauty. Right, the next one, we I agree with you, by the way. Uh, the next one we have got up, make sure I've got it on my screen because I've got 100 windows open here. There we go. Uh, no point asking you for Arsenal's position because first, obviously. Now, goal score for Arsenal, all competitions. The last two seasons, it's been Saka. What are you going for? Saka. Really? That's all three of us have gone for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's firstly, obviously, I've, I've, you know, I, I do a, a fair bit of reading and listening and all that. And, and the, the doctors and the physios at Arsenal don't know where Saka's red line is. Yeah. So I think that he's going to be one of those that is going to be potentially playing weekends, midweek, weekends, midweek, week, weekends, midweek, and he's. Yeah, you know, everyone's gonna be screaming out for him to get a break, but he just won't show any signs of fatigue, and he hasn't shown any signs of fatigue ever yet. Uh, and I think they might. I hope they don't test it just to see how knackered they can make him before they <laughs> give him the game off. Uh, yeah. But just, just, I mean, but just purely on the fact that he's probably one of the only attackers that is going to literally start every Champions League game and every Premier League game. Uh, is my odds on for uh, Arsenal's top scorer. Yeah, I agree with that as well. So that's, uh, we're agreeing on quite a lot of stuff here. Now for a little bit of fun, where do you think Spurs are going to finish this season? I've gone eighth. Mark said seventh. He said if they uh, if they keep Kane, maybe sixth. If he goes, maybe eighth. What are you going for? I'm going for, they're going to have a brilliant, brilliant season for them yeah. and finish yeah. seventh. Oh. Yeah, they're fucked, aren't they? Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope so. Yeah, absolute scumbags. All right, then. So uh, we agree on that. Uh, how about the FA Cup winner? Because this is always a tricky one. I've gone with Man City, just purely on the fact that their squad is more equipped. Uh, and even their, their, second, their, their second 11 plus half of their youth team could probably make it to the semi-finals with a favourable draw mm. and yeah I mean you can't see them going a whole year without any silverware so I've got them down for that yeah um, a team isn't going to go from doing the quadruple to then not really winning anything the next season not when they've got the players that they've got it's a big miss losing Gwandigan I won't get you to say that but, uh, Gwandigan how dare you? Uh, what are you going to go for the League Cup? Me and Mark both went Aston Villa. Oh, I can't stand them. Although even the pick, even though the pick that I've chose, I can't stand either. I've yeah. gone for Liverpool. 
Oh, the bin dippers. Why? Because I I don't really give a shit who wins that. <laughs> uh, especially with us being in Champions League. Uh, yes, it is a trophy. Yes, it's nice to win it. Yes, we've not got a very good record in it. Uh, yes, we'll probably play a very, very weak team in that this year. Uh, and that's why I don't think we'll win it. Because like I say, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a very, very strong mix of academy, well, former academy and scholarship players this year planning that competition. I, like I, say, I can't see us taking it seriously whatsoever. So, yeah, Liverpool, you know, they've got a good record in that. They've won it stacked loads of times. So I just went for them as pure random. Do you think Klopp's going to be able to rebuild Liverpool? Because they've lost, I mean, look at the amount of experience of Firmino and they've lost uh, Amane last season, um, Fatty, uh, what's his name, uh, Milner, Fine. and they've Fine. lost the Ox and uh, Fabinho, I think that's what his name is, and Henderson. I mean, that is five really experienced players. Are they going to be able to come back from that? Because that's got to help us as well, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, what would help us really is teams and us included taking points off Man City. That's what we need. We need, you know, quite yeah. a strong uh, thing. Uh, I think Klopp's going to have another averagey kind of season for them. Uh, I can't see them ripping up trees in the Premier League. But like I say, if that's the case and he goes all out for the League Cup, then he's got a little chance of uh, a little bit of silver, hasn't he? That is true. Uh, hopefully it'll be an, an absolute failure. That's what we all want. But uh, it might not be. So, um, Champions League winner. We know how much you know about U- um, European football. So, oh, what are you going for? Dundalk, Stal Bucharest, um, some team that no one's ever heard of. What are you going to go for? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, look, you know, every single night, Dan, uh, I'm watching repeats of second division French football uh, on on, on the TV, whilst on my tablet, I'm watching under-21 games from Germany. Yeah. Nothing uh, changes with you. Quality. Absolute no, quality. Exactly. Dedication. Exactly. exactly. From the minute from the minute I wake up, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm watching everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm watching Angolian uh, yeah. grassroots. And, do you know what I mean? To get grass out there is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, football as well. But, uh, yeah, so I've gone for a pure, pure outsider in Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't put any money on that because it may not go the way you want it to go. Oh, uh, I, 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 I've absolutely no idea. You've got absolutely no idea. You just think it's a fair, a fair shout. That's what you're going to go for. Well, I mean, they've won it the most. So statistically, they've won it the most. Good. Yeah. Um, how about Premier League, a Premier League player, but top goal scorer, all competitions that they play in, so that's Europe, the Premier League, everything. Yeah, anyone who don't say Harlan needs a head red. <laughs> Is he going to do what he did this season, or do you think people are going to be able to go, uh, we, we've sussed you out a little bit? Because towards the end of the season, he, he didn't really do much, did he? Goal wise. Uh, I think he had a slight injury, didn't he? Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna tear it apart again. The only way to the only way to stop him is himself. If he injures himself, yeah. Uh that's the only way it's gonna happen. Yeah. If I've been, if they're going to just unclip what, whichever limb he's damaged and just clip a new one on, spit squirt a WD-40 in, and he's back to being what he was before, a bit of Castrol GTX up the bum. And uh, wonderful. 
it'll be back um, within within the hour. Um, yes. I know you don't probably care about the championship, but some big teams are in that league this season. So what are you going to go for? I went for Leicester. Mark went for Southampton. I went for Southampton, but my thoughts are is anybody but Leeds. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what Mark said. <laughs> it hates Leeds. Yeah. That, that's my thoughts. I don't care who wins it as long as it ain't them. Dirty Leeds. Yes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think they're going to struggle to come back up because they are a very badly organised club. And long back, and long back continue. <laughs> they, they've had, they've, they've stuck their head back up to the top flight and gone. Oh no, a little bit too much for us. And the final question: first Premier League manager to actually be fired, not to quit, not to walk out, but to be shown the door. Say, go on, out you get. Who's it going to be? Uh, that idiot at Chelsea. Ah, Potocino. Oh, how long are you giving him? Christmas. <laughs> Why? Because it's, it's going to go one or two ways, right? Either Chelsea are going to do well uh, or or kind of, well, yeah, either Chelsea are going to do well and, you know, he's acclaimed a, a genius yeah. or with the amount of what's going on there with players in and out and nobody quite knowing who's in charge and, you know, the owner buying players and all sorts of bollocks like that, yeah. uh, the manager's going to be the first one to get the blame. So I just think the minute it goes tits up there, he gets yeah. the blame and he's sacked. <laughs> that is going to be hilarious if he's, yeah. if he's gone by Christmas. I think the same thing with my own um, Postacogalogalulu. Um, oh. I'll have to find out what his first name is because I can't keep messing up his surname. But he is on uh, hiding to nothing there. Anybody, as we've seen, can go to the in Scotland. I mean, Gerard won a bloody title in Scotland. Look at him; he, he doesn't even face the right way when he's trying to uh, manage a club. He's now the fifth highest paid manager in the world, Gerard. Oh bloody hell! Unbelievable! Try not it to is, swear mate. there. It is. Yeah. You're not swearing them. You've sworn throughout the whole thing. That's oh, an absolute disgrace, isn't it? Right, so how, long we, how long have we how long have we managed to do that in, Dan? Thirteen minutes. Because we're going to carry on to fourteen because I don't like the number thirteen. Because because my fin of fish and nuggets have just arrived. Oh, and I'm bloody starving. You you sound like a it's all that working. You're you're a very hungry man. Well, to, no, we just well, it's a bit of a mess up with the food order this week and. Ended up, we just basically didn't have four dinners for tonight. So McDonald's was cold and I'm starving. Are we up to 14 minutes? Yeah, we're at 13 and a half minutes. How do you think the, the Charity Shield's going to go? Charity Shield? Uh, I like to think we make a good fist of it. I think we'll probably lose. But I'm hoping that we take it to them a bit. And I'm hoping that we only lose by one goal uh, if we are to lose. But who knows? I think it might be a little bit too soon for some of our players still. I think some of our new players, it might take them uh, half a dozen proper, proper games to really get the uh, into the swing of it, really. Hmm, good, right. Um, there, there's your 14 minutes. I will get Gav on, hopefully, maybe next week for just me and Gav to have, have a chat for an hour or so and, and we will put the footballing world to rights. We should have done it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, I keep forgetting because uh, that's what I do. Forget. No, I'm sorry. I've had to start eating. You're eating chips now, aren't you, you animal? Right. Say goodbye to the boys and girls. 
Goodbye. I uh, hope everybody has a wonderful season. I hope everybody enjoys the football. I hope yeah. everybody loves our setter. Who to be a gooner? And for all your um, Arsenal pa- paraphernalia, go to shewarshop.com. And if you put in the, the, the code word ABW, you get a 0% family discount. Isn't that right? That's correct. Excellent. Right. I'm going to end the show with this. Goodbye. See you in one hour with, oh, who have we got coming up next? It is going to be Mike McDonald live from the US of A. Yeehaw. Hello again and welcome to a bird camp wonderland. This time it is the prediction show with Mike McDonald, the, the quiz master general, the, the man who is trickier than a bag of badgers when it comes to his quizzes on the Mr. Arsenal podcast with Ryan. So, uh, yes, it's if you haven't seen that, they're even now they're worth going back and watching them again. And didn't you moonlight somewhere else and do another one of those with someone else? Did you hear me? No, didn't hear a word you said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I did one for Not Another Arsenal podcast, which is one of my favourite podcasts. Yeah, I watched about the first 20 minutes of that and they had no clue about your deviousness, did they? No, no they didn't. No. <laughs> Excellent. So the first thing I do is I get up the share screen and then I get the predictions and I do it like that. And then I put ours down the bottom of the screen, which I think is this one. Boom. There you go. Right. Just to confirm, your name is Mike McDonald and your Twitter is at Mike underscore M-M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D and podcast or blog Gunnerstown.com is where people can find your fine work. Yes. Lovely. Right. What have you gone for Premier League winner? Uh, well, I, I debated this one for a while and I hate to say Manchester City, but I'm saying Manchester City. You make me very sad indeed. What, what Justify yourself. That's terrible. Justify That's myself. Well, because later down the road in the next five minutes, I'm going to justify myself by giving Arsenal a trophy or two. And I just couldn't bring myself to believe that Arsenal are going to win um, more than what I'm going to predict later. And then to me, there's only other, there's only two guys that can win it. I think yeah. it's City. So, um, and I've got a city friend in the background here in the house, and so I want to make him happy, you know, make him believe that I, I still love him. So I went with City. Fair enough. So, where does that leave Arsenal in the league? Second. Oh, you're the first person to say second. Um, just uh, I suppose it's the same answer as you said before. We, we, we can't be too greedy, although I've put us down to win the Premier League and the Champions League. Ooh, I was tempted. <laughs> <laughs> because the Premier League outside of Man City and Arsenal is very weak and the Champions League outside of Real Madrid and Man City is the weakest it's ever been. Yeah. I mean, Barcelona, as we saw in the pre-season friendly, half that team are free transfers. I mean, they're good, but they're not that good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, City have just got the experience and even if Arsenal have gained that experience by messing up uh, this last season... Uh, those City players have been doing this for year and year. And and so um, I don't even know if I believe myself when I say City are going to win the league. I, I, I feel like Arsenal got a great chance, but I'm struggling to think that we can win more than one biggie. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Um, right, the next one we're going to go and do is uh, Arsenal top goal scorer. I didn't realise two seasons in a row it's been Saka, all competitions. Who are you going for? Martinelli. Ah, good. Something new for me to type. Why? Because uh, I just think that there's going to be more fed 
to that side of the field than there has been previously. Like, like in preseason, using Havertz at the back post, I'm seeing that a lot. They're using that left side as a side um, to finish on, I think is my um, standard thought there. Um, and so uh, Martinelli crashing to the middle or picking up the pieces at the back post, I just feel that that's going to continue to be the side where finishing is prioritised, if that makes sense, because it's certainly not through the middle with Jesus. That's not his strength, mm. is it? We saw that he wasn't even in the top three uh, goal scorers. So I just think that Martinelli will edge it, but um, I'd be happy with Saka. It's uh, like we've been saying for everyone's been saying any Premier League team would, could have any of our front three or four players, and that would be the jewel in their crown. Yeah. And every single position we have got at the club, we have got a jewel of any other team's crown. As I was doing by going and picking one from West Ham. Uh, the only the only weakness I think we've got is possibly at left back, mainly because Zinchenko, do, does anyone know what's up with him? Uh, just, is it a tight something or other, a calf thing? I don't know if there's some conspiracy theory out there, but it doesn't, doesn't seem like we ever hear much about it. Mm. I don't know. Was the club upset with him because he set up that Ukrainian game that they've now told him he can only play five minutes of? So, I don't know. It is a little bit tricky. Right. Um, I like this one. Where are Spurs going to finish? Um, uh, Mark said uh, that it depends on whether they have Harry Kane or not. So, he went between sixth and eighth and he, he plumped for seven to be safe. So, what are you going to go for? Okay, well, I actually don't think it will depend on that at all because I think that much like Arsenal, their strength is their uh, forward line and, and they should be able to get, you know, 15 from Son and 15 from Richarlison. I know they got one from him last season mm-hmm. and they're taking the wrong place, Kane, so I don't think it really matters, but I've gone for 13th. <laughs> oh, that's glorious. Uh, it's a fact last season that, that uh, Rickelson celebrated three goals but only actually scored one because it was <laughs> two of them were offside. I mean, and that is that is spectacular. That is so Spursy. Uh, if I had the money, I'd set up a company called Hashtag Spursy and I'd sponsor the front of their kits with it because <laughs> that is glorious. So, so you, you'd go in with 13th, why? Well, I am because, I mean, I'm not just doing that because I don't like Spurs. I actually <laughs> dislike Manchester United more than Spurs. And, you know, I I've, I don't live in North London, so I don't have that those people yapping in my ear. But it's just that I feel like every year there's at least one that surprises us by going uh, exponentially up the league and then one that goes the other way, as it was Chelsea last year. And I think Spurs are just primed for it. I think that I think that Harry Kane will leave, and I think that that'll suck a lot of the belief out of them. And I think that I don't think that um, Richarlison or Son have, are fully bought in. I think they're going to have their eye on the January transfer window, and so I just think that Spurs will fall away naturally. Um, and the league's getting more competitive, isn't it? I've, I've done my whole twenty. I've, I've picked the the whole thing. And I didn't put them there again because I I wanted to. It's just everybody that I put above them, I genuinely thought would come above them. So who have you got going down out of curiosity? Um, let me go back here. I've got Luton. I think Luton, Danny, might beat Derby. Do you remember back? Yes. Uh, they got, is it 12 or 15 points or something? Yeah. 
I, I said were... this on a podcast a couple, uh, maybe three weeks ago. I said Luton are going to break the record for the most number of goals conceded, most number of losses, and down the soonest because they are a League One team at best. Yeah. How the hell they've managed to do what they've done, and they are going to get, they're going to break. Someone's going to score ten goals against them. They'll be the first team to concede double goals. They are horrendous. I hate them because of the League Cup final in 1988. Yeah. So go on, what else have you got for the yeah, um, I've, got, I've got Luton in bottom, and then what's that? Everton, um, and then Sheffield United. But I think the biggest problem Luton have got, apart from just not being very good, is that the town itself, as you well know, because you don't live oh. far from there, is one of the worst towns in England. Even though it's in a nice, you know, Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire and Bucks are nice areas, but Luton itself is absolutely awful and yeah. so you know if they were a london team or a manchester team they could maybe attract people to come and live in a nicer area and then you got the stadium which is apart from just being a bit of a giggle is, a, is ultimately a joke so i think that they might actually have 10 or less points this coming season and it's uh i've, I've only been to luton once and i was amazed at how beautiful some of the villages on the way to luton are they are stunning but once you get to luton it is. It makes Milton Keynes look like a nice place to be. And although Forest and Nottingham is an absolute dive, they at least they have got a decent ground. They've got decent history, and they threw an absolute ton of money at staying up, and they managed to do it. But and they've got a good manager. But Luton have got none of that stuff. But it's no. going to be hilarious. No, they're um, not players. Yeah, I think actually, did you hear today that they're interested in Maitland Niles? Which I thought that would be a nice one. But either which way, it's still not going to help. I don't think. Yeah, it's. Uh, I saw a tweet today to say that he was unemployed. He's yeah. not unemployed. He's a free agent, you muppet. Yeah. Uh, what are you going for the FA Cup winner? I said Newcastle. Um, uh, Mark said Arsenal and Gav said Man City. So what are you going for? Well, I'm going for Chelsea. I was actually um, I was actually in Atlanta this last weekend, was it? Um, and uh, went to go watch the, that double header, Brighton, Brentford, Chelsea, Newcastle. And, you know, Chelsea are scoring a lot of goals and they look like, at the very least, they look like an organised uh, unit that have been very well coached. And, of course, they've always had good players. So I just feel like um, they'll win that. I think Pochettino will want to win something in his uh, first season there. And I think he might focus a little more heavily on the FA Cup than others. Yeah, I've just... Uh, I've just... Deleted the tweet for God's sake! Shouldn't be, shouldn't allow me in here. Technology, aren't they? Oh, it's too long now. Right, hold on. One, two, three, four, and then tweet. Lovely. Right, back to the predictions. Um, League Cup winner. Not this really matters. It's the least important of all the trophies available. So, what are you going to go for? I've gone for Villa. Yeah. Uh, Mark went for Villa, and Gav went for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Depth, Danny, I think, because now you've got so much competition at Arsenal. Um, I was looking at a tweet from somebody yesterday picking their starting 11 against Forest, their bench, and then the players will be left out of the squad who'll be playing in the League Cup plus the guys on the bench. And there's so much depth now at Arsenal and a genuine chance of competition. So a guy like Smith Rowe, for example, playing in the League Cup, I think is going to be a far better player than most of his opponents he's playing against just as an example 
uh, and an opportunity for them to genuinely show Arteta that, that you know that they can play in the first team. I think the competition is going to drive Arsenal to win one of the cups because of who's uh, who's playing in them. We have uh, we have got uh, an abundance of riches at the moment, and it is wonderful to see. And we, for so long, we've got Man City. You've got two first teams. If we manage to sign Raya, I mean, you're an expert when it comes to goalkeepers. We are almost going to have two wonderful starting 11s that our backup starting 11 could probably finish top 10 easily. What What do you think of the Raya situation being a goalkeeping man? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. I, I like the fact that um, we should have probably have spotted this coming because everybody else has got competition. And to me, Danny, that's what this summer's been about. You know, our first 11 last year was winning the league quite comfortably up until April. So I don't think the problem is the first 11. It was that Arteta didn't trust the bench. So we're going to have to bring players in that are trusted and and everybody needs competition. And he keeps talking about that. And I don't think that Turner is true competition because of his feet. So David Raya, uh, in fact, I put a tweet out yesterday uh, talking that I think David Raya may actually sort of revolutionise football between him and Arteta. I don't know what you think about this, but I think we're going to start to see uh, him being subbed on when Arsenal are being high-pressed and we, it's not working and we need to go over the press to Martinelli and Saka, put balls in front of them, and he'll bring on a goalkeeper at half-time who's better than Ramsdale with his feet, which is David Raya. And so... Um, I think he'll play more than people realise. I did. So I was looking at the stats today. Someone did a tweet about it, and there was something that like, playing the ball out. Raya was twice as good as Ramsdale was. Everything else, they were virtually the same. Yeah. But that would be that's never been done in the history of football. Using a goalkeeper as a tactical substitute doing a game. I mean, that would be. I mean, if, if that's right, and you've called that. Uh, I mean. You're a wonderful blogger as it is, but <clears throat> you should get a medal if you if, if you predict that and that happens. And why not? I mean, Arteta is a man who innovates as he as he goes. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always going to be new innovation, isn't there? And I think that with five subs, Danny, and nine on the bench, I mean, you'd have to almost have three keepers, one on the field, two on the on the bench, because if you brought one on at half time mm. and he got hurt, so but still with nine subs, I think you could justify all of that. And why the heck not? I mean, if you've got you watch Edison right at City, and and sometimes they win a game by a goal because he pings a ball. And if it's just that tight of a thing, and you need somebody from deep to ping a ball, I don't know why you wouldn't sub your keeper. Well, that was when Ramsdale's first season when he made it to the, to, to the number one spot. He he made his name kind of with those long balls downfield, down yeah. to on running Martinelli and Saka, but then. After he did a couple of them, he was pulled up and it's like it was hurting him too much to do it, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think maybe that's why he stopped doing it. But we did miss that, the quick um, counter-attack break last season. Champions League, what are you going to go for that? The Arsenal. Oh, yes, indeedy, sir. Same as me. Go on. Yeah, so that's well, three cups. I'll see now why you didn't uh, you didn't give us the Premier League because that would have been the quadruple. Well, <laughs> Or nearly. No, well, yeah, okay, okay, Chelsea, the FA Cup, Arsenal, the yeah. League Cup, but, but the Triple. Champions League, just really what you said at the beginning, Danny, is that you just look at the competition and, and you know, I think Arsenal have got a, now a decent shout for being maybe the third favourite to win that, you know, behind City, Real Madrid, and I think we, we'd be right there with Bayern Munich and PSG, and uh, we're now... Is it, we're now valued as the well, we have we're the most valuable squad in world football. Wow! Um, and I think if you're top of the Premier League for most of the season, I don't know why you couldn't put your hand up 
and say, hey, you know, we could probably win the Champions League. Oh, seems your internet has gone gone for a wobble. Usually if we wait 30 seconds, it comes back again, people. So, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, Mike has predicted Arsenal to win the League Cup and the Champions League. I don't know if anyone's ever done that. Um, usually it's just Man City that do the... Uh, win the League Cup and, and other things with that. Did they win that last season? I forget. Um, anyway, so the... Uh, oh, surprise he's not back yet. It's uh, he has wonky internet. Just told Mike that he should maybe look into getting um, Starlink for an internet. That is wonderful. A bit expensive, but it means you get satellite internet. And you can look at all those lovely satellites flying through the sky in formation, ruining everyone's night sky, which is not much you can do about that. How long do I give him? It's uh, we've been 17 minutes in. Oh, he's gone. He's probably going to come back again, though. Don't worry. So, uh, yeah, just to uh, recap on some of the stuff that we've had. Uh, Premier League winners. Well, it's either Man City or Arsenal from the four people that have done it so far. Top goal scorer, for Saka, one for Martinelli. Spurs is position 7, 7, 8 and 13th. That is hilarious. That warms the cockles of my cold, dead heart. FA Cup winner, four different ones, Newcastle, Arsenal, Man City and Chelsea. League Cup winner, we've had two for Aston Villa, one for Liverpool, one for Arsenal. Champions League winner, again, split two ways. Me and Mike have gone for Arsenal and Gav and Mark have gone for Real Madrid. Um, top goal scorer, all competitions from the Premier League player, that's uh, three have gone for Haaland. So um, I think Mike will probably go for Haaland as well. And then all we need from him is the winner of the championship and the first manager to be fired from the Premier League. Uh, I'll have to edit this later. But it's live. I'm just going to sit here. And uh, what do the people in the chat think about getting uh, Raya as a backup goalkeeper? And what does that mean for Matt Turner? And then we've got the other, the likes of Carl Hine, I think it was, the, the Estonian who played in one of the games pre-season and, and didn't look too good. Oh, Mike's back. There we go. I was just talking to myself. Sorry. That's okay. We know you have uh, you have uh, wonky internet out there, but we make the most of it while we've got you. Um, top goal scorer at all competitions from a Premier League player, what are you going to go for? Well, I'm going to go for a weird one here. I'm going to go for Christopher Nkunku. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I think Haaland's going to get eaten by a oversized <laughs> Scottish um Swamp Dragon or something, Ooh. and um, yeah, and he's going to get injured. So I think uh, I was thinking if if Harlan gets injured, who else could it be? And uh, again, I saw Chelsea at the weekend, and he's a really really good footballer, and he's a smart guy, and he's already scored a couple of preseason goals. And I've just got a hunch. Yeah, he's uh, he was a, a PSG reject, isn't he? I'm just looking here. I knew they got him from uh, Red Bull Leipzig or Rassenball. Um, he was at PSG for four seasons, played quite 78 games, 11 goals. Um, I don't I don't think I'll agree with you there, but uh, sometimes it pays to uh, pick something different. Uh, championship winner, what are you going to go for there? We've had two with Southampton, one with Leicester. Sunderland. Oh, bloody hell, that would be a shock to see them back in the Premier League. Go on, why? Um, just think that they've got some momentum going there honestly yeah yeah it would be nice after i think everybody had a soft spot for sunderland after that documentary about them trying to um, get their way out of the league one 
failings season after season. Um, before your internet goes down, wh- who are you going to go for the first manager to be sacked from the Premier League? Uh, very happy to say Sean Dyche of Everton. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Why? Well, you've got them getting relegated in your list anyway, so yeah, any particular reason? More of the same, Danny. I mean, I just think that they're going to struggle as a club, and I I think that um, people are going to get fed up of his tactics and... Um, and I think they're going to go for a quick change. I mean, I was going to pick Luton's manager, but I don't know that you can be too harsh on whoever that guy is. I don't know who he is, but um, because they are who they are. But Everton uh, want to stay in the league. So, Sean Dyche, see you, Sean. Uh, Luton manager is Rob Edwards, Welsh international. Used to play for Villa, Palace, Derby, Wolves for years, Blackpool, Barnsley. Yeah, he's... um, He's he's not going to last very long. Only forty years old. It it is odd when you see Premier League managers that are twelve years younger than I am, and he's forty, and that is uh, that is extremely worrying. Right before your internet um, fails us completely, where can people find you on Twitter and tell us about the latest blog that you wrote? Did you write one? Uh, I saw yeah. Dave Seeger retweet it to one today, but I wasn't sure if it was yours. Yeah, it wasn't mine. Um, I'll be writing one here shortly about preseason, but I write um, a post. A match uh, review blog called Positives, Needs and Hopes on Gunnerstown.com after every single league game or every single Arsenal game, normally apart from pre-season. And then I pop up on the, uh, well, you see, read my stuff on the, uh, in the Guna fanzine as well, which gladly is continuing. And if you want to subscribe to that, that's a great magazine that you can buy at the ground. Yeah, it is famous magazine and needs all the support that Match Going Fan. I mean, you can go to their website and you can buy a subscription from their website and they need all the help they can get because they've struggled in recent years. And that is part of Arsenal folklore and history. And they, they've been there through the good times and the bad times. Now the good times again, so yes, they need a lot of support. Right, Mike, thank you very much for that. Hopefully, if you manage to get decent internet, I'd love to have you on because I have a soft spot for bloggers because you lot talk so much sense. Yeah, and it'd be nice to, to get you on without having to turn all the um, Wi-Fi and internet off within 100 miles of your house. And <laughs> no so we can get it to work. Anyway, Mike, thank you very much. It's been lovely to, to have you on. And we will see in the coming season how many of your, um, uh, I think Americans call it left field, uh, a baseball terminology of uh, your, some of your left field picks. That'd be good. Right, people, we will be back at um, nine o'clock. And I think it is going to be, where's my list of people? It's going to be Sebastian. No, it's going to be Stan the Man from sunny Canada. Canada. He slipped in at the last moment to fill a spot. So that'd be nine o'clock with me and Stan. And uh, try and be there because it'll be interesting. Right. Thank you very much, Mike. And uh, we will all see you later. Bye now. Hello and welcome to part four, five, six, seven. I can't remember. Now that I've done so many of these and I've not had my dinner yet today, I realised I should have only organised four per day. And I think I've got six to do tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, that's, a, that's a, a, um, a part-time podcaster's life for you. With me now to do the predictions is uh, Sunny Canada's finest import. It's Stan the Man. How are you doing, Treacle? I'm not bad at all, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely uh, ironing board you've got behind you there. It is, thank you, you. Are you a wizard on the ironing board? I am actually. I'm actually seriously. I'm actually one damn fine ironer, and that is because of my days in the army where they taught me to iron. It's probably like the only thing that I've taken away 
no good on the battlefield, but if the enemy, if I catch the enemy, I will press their clothes into oblivion. Good. That's good to know. So if it all does kick off, you're not the one I need to save us. No, I'm the one that no. you need to iron us. Good. So when we when we when it kicks off and then we win, you're well, it'll be up to you to sort out the nice, crisp, clean uniforms. Yeah. That is that is lovely to see. Um, right, so we get this up, and then uh, right. if people are wondering, all of these will be edited together at the end of every day. There, look, a human being has used the phrase at the end of the day correctly. That's quite a rare thing nowadays. I will edit them all together and release at the end of every day one podcast of, of all of the predictions done together for people that have missed them. Right, there we go. We'd get up the, uh, the predictions and get these up on the screen and look we can move mm -hmm. us down to the bottom stand and then we can see all the previous predictions first thing i do is confirm the gooner's name is stan and his twitter is at stan underscore the underscore man 68 and your podcast or blog is at arsenal circle and abw is that correct it's at arsenal fan circle but i don't know if that's, no, that's the app from the their twitter account okay yeah that's that is correct Good, because uh, I have tweeted Elon. I said, "Oi, I want longer letters in my um, my at for the podcast," and he he blanked me. Stick his rocket right up his jacks as far as I'm concerned. Now, so the first one we need to hear from you, Stan, is who you think will be next season's Premier League champions and why. I think this is for me. This is a difficult one because both Arsenal and Man City uh, have gotten rid of some important players. And it's not just one or two. We've seen to have, between the two of us, have gotten rid of a, quite a clutch of players, which means that whoever comes in may have to take time to integrate themselves with the rest of the team. So maybe that will give us the edge over Man City. So I'm going to say that Arsenal will win the league. Lovely. I mean, there's no coincidence that three out of five of us have gone for Arsenal to win the league and Man City to uh, either be first or second. I think uh, Mark... You know, why, Mark you know why that is, though, don't you? Because this is an Arsenal podcast and I would imagine that most of us have gone with our hearts over our heads. Well, after you, I've got an Aston Villa coming on, um, Sebastian Bacon, who's a very, very... I mean, I can't believe he's so good at such a young age. He's better than we'll ever be. But he's coming up next at 10 o'clock, an Aston Villa fan, and we will see what he has to say. So my next question to you is pointless. Where will Arsenal finish? Because that's obviously first sight. Top goal scorer at Arsenal, all competitions. Um, I think that, uh, like yourself and the gentleman that you had on previous, I thought like I saw earlier, we're talking about Saka. And like you mentioned, you know, he's been our top scorer for two seasons now. And I don't see I don't see his output diminishing. Hmm. Maybe somebody like a Martinelli can get closer to him in in the goal involvements because everybody will continue to improve. But I'm going to go with what you boys said as well. I think Saka for a third season will be our highest scorer. It is weird, isn't it? How many teams that are going to have a chance to win the Premier League? Their top goal scorer isn't their forward. Man City, it's Haaland or Aguero. Liverpool, it was Salah. When he was before they moved him out wide, and then uh, Chelsea, it's been uh, whoever they had, had up front. No, Salah's, right Salah's always been out wide. Huh? Salah's, Salah's probably the only one because he's always been out wide, hasn't he? It was Firmino in the middle with Mane on the other side, so he's probably the only one like like Saka 
Yeah, who's putting possibly. in the more import from, from the wings. But I'm going to stick with Saka. I think he can do it again. You do that. And I'm with you all the way. Right, Spurs, where are they going to finish this season? In hell. If <laughs> I have anything to do with it. Um, <laughs> well, they're going to lose, they're going to lose the Crayon Muncher, which is their biggest output to, to get any, you know, to get to get goals and to win games. And it looks like that's going to happen. And they've got a terrible history of spending the copious amounts of money that they'll probably get for him. They'll bring in six players who'll all be crap. So I think they'll probably be struggling to get into the Champions League. So I'm going to say that they're going to finish, I would say, maybe seventh or eighth. You've got to go eighth. Eighth. Lovely. So far, not looking like a very good season for the scum. Right, FA Cup winner. So far, four answers, four different teams. You see... There's only one. There's only one way that Man City can go from here, and that's winning the quadruple. That's winning everything that there is to offer in England. Mm. But I think that what I mentioned earlier about them moving so many of their players on, it's not going to give them a, a, as much of a clean run. And um, I think Arsenal may get their fifteenth FA Cup. You know, Are you and a double, our third double, fourth double. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Wow. I'm going for it. We're going to get the FA Cup. See, I, I I had us down for the Premier League, the Champions League, and I thought I won't pick the FA Cup and the League Cup as well because uh, no one can do that. But you know, when you when you're as good as we are, and we, we are all as excited as kittens at the moment, and it's wonderful. So, how about the League Cup? Are you going to give us that as well? No, I think oh. City will get that. Let them have a little bit of glory with the League Cup. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, how about the Champions League? This is the big one. Who's going to win the Champions League? Yeah. Um, I think Real Madrid might win it. Yeah, that's, that's, it's either been Real Madrid or Arsenal so far. But I think that is that a bit too much of a push for Arsenal to be expected to win that in our first season back in after, what, six seasons out? I think if we can get out of the group stage of the Champions League, being our first time back in so long... I think that would be a good achievement to get to, to get out of the groups and then you know maybe get knocked out just after that. That would be a good showing. I'd be pleased with that. Hmm. It's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, like Mike was saying, we've got the probably the f- five best teams in in Europe is Real Madrid, Man City, Arsenal, Bayern Munich, and PSG. I'm not sure I agree about PSG. I think they're perennial bottle jobs when it comes to the um, the, the Champions League, but. Yeah, Bayern. I think we're, we're at the same kind of level as Bayern, maybe a little bit below them. We're probably the fourth best team, which is amazing considering we haven't been in it for so long. Uh, top goal, top Premier League player, top goal scorer, all competitions. So three have gone for Haaland and Mike Winfer and Kunku of Chelsea. Okay, I thought I couldn't read that from here because I got it looked like I thought it said Enketia. I was like, who put that there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even Kessie wouldn't put that there. Even if he's playing it on FIFA, he would have no chance. I don't. I don't see um, Haaland slowing down anytime soon. So I think that Haaland will continue to be the the, the Premier League's highest uh, goal scorer. Do you think he'll bang fifty plus like he did last season, or get close to fifty? Did he get fifty get... last season? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what he got in all competitions. I remember he got something like 38 in the league, didn't he? But I think in all competitions that he could uh, he could do it. 
I mean, he, he smashed is. it in his he smashed it in his first season. I mean, where else is there for him to go? He's not the sort of player that I think he's going to drop drop off. He's just going to continue to get to get better. Do you know where Even he was born? Do I know where he was born? Yeah. Um, was he born in Leeds? He certainly was. He's only twenty three years old. Yes, his dad was there. He, last season, all competitions, fifty two goals in fifty three games. Wow. <laughs> that was a, a a wow in unison there very it's just uh it's just bloody horrible i don't like it so we, we, we agree with all everyone else all right um championship winner we've had two for southampton one leicester one sunderland so far yeah i think um southampton are probably the ones that haven't lost as many players so they've probably mm. got to do the less reorganizing and can probably uh, get out of there at, in the top spot on the first run. Maybe some of the others went down, could come up as well. But I think Southampton maybe have the better chance just because they've managed to keep most of their players together. Maybe they're going to lose Lavia. Did they um, keep their manager? Um, Did they sack who, their manager that they had last season? I can't remember. Who was it that came in? Who came in after Hasenhutl? Who was it that came in there? I've got after no idea. Him. I'm just looking now. Um, I can't remember either. I can't remember who came in after him. Manager is currently Russell Martin. Okay. And he has been since 2023. Oh, is the ex? Isn't he um, uh, Alvin Martin's son? No, he can't I don't be. know. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um, no, I don't know. He has been manager for since January. Only, he's, not, he's not played a game for them yet. So whoever was their manager... Um, has gone who was with them last season as, as they got relegated so it doesn't say here who is taking over from sadly maybe they put in um, maybe they had a caretaker in in between possibly you know what I mean and now they've gone down they've appointed this chap uh, oh, Ruben Sellers was the outgoing manager of Southampton okay. and he was um, caretaker then he took over he had 12 games, 17 games as manager and lost 11 of them, won 11%. So he was there mm. from February till May. Yeah, so sacked him, got a new manager for the promotion campaign. And uh, there you go. That, that's the answer. Right, let's have a, a little look at who you think is going to be the first manager to be fired, not quit or leave, but actually told, get out of our club, you toilet. I got a feeling maybe David Moyes because he was really on the edge last season. He was on the precipice, I think, of getting released, and yeah. a lot of the West Ham fans weren't happy with him. And he only managed to salvage it, I think, because of um, because of the you know the Europa Conference League that they won. But I don't think it's going to get any easier for for him, especially now that he's lost a couple of players, and they're going to have to spend wisely to re to replace those players. So I think maybe David Moyes. Um, see, I can't see my big face on the screen, and that lulled me into a false sense of security, and that's why I just picked my nose live and air. Um, <laughs> in case you missed it, or in no, case you saw it, I didn't see it, but, but um, I got too comfortable there. I think, um, yeah, David, did you, Morris, it, did you? No, I didn't do that, that's I just okay. rolled it up, rolled it up, yeah. and put it under my desk. I'm saving it for later. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's that's some that's some good answers there if, uh so far we had five, no one's agreed on what manager is going to be the first one to go the consensus of opinion is the championship is southampton 
Haaland for the top goal store, Real Madrid for the Champions League. I think, although I've said Arsenal, I don't really think we will. Uh, the League Cup, anybody. FA Cup, anybody. Spurs, knackered. There's an average position of about eight, eight, four, ninth. Top goal scorer, Saka. And Arsenal, first or second. It seems to be that we're a, we're much of a muchness. I am going to try and get on some fans of other teams. We've got uh, Sebastian, the Villa fan, coming on. Uh, might try and get some, uh, I know a Chelsea fan, might get Dean to come on, who's an Everton fan. Um, I can close this window now, can't I? Um, you should get Mr. Tom, why don't you get Mr. Tom to come on? He's a Leeds fan. Who's Mr. Tom? You don't know Mr. Tom? He uh, he comes on the, uh, or he's the main host of the uh, wrestling oh, podcast the that I pop on. He's on the stoop every week with Lolo. Yes, and does I do the know him. And he always yeah. is, he's, he's like a wingman for Gary on on DWTT, don't waste the trip. And, and he Gary's going to be coming on if he can, if he can sort out a time. Yeah, ask him if he wants to come on. Tell okay. him only 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of his time and uh, tell him to tweet me and then if he wants to come on, we'll get him on. Is he American? No, he lives in Kentish Town. He's London. But he's and a he's lead an supporter. Fan. Yeah. I can't remember the reason why, but he appears on a lot of Arsenal. For some, I think he's really a closet Arsenal fan because he's on a, 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 a on multiple Arsenal podcasts. I think secretly most of them wish they were because he kind of had much glory uh, being a Leeds fan for all these years. Right, Sam, I think that is us. We are done. You can go back to work now. Um, if people want to find you on Twitter or if they want to buy some of your top quality schmutter, um, yes. I think that means uh, stuff. Where can they go? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Stan underscore the underscore man 68. You can also find me on the Arsenal fan circle, which is every Thursday and every Tuesday. And if you want to pick up some uh, retro mugs, mouse mats, baseball caps and Arsenal related gear as well, you can find that at the Guna Shack, which is on Etsy. Good. And are you looking forward to the new season and doing preview games and post-game shows and maybe even your podcast of ABW? I really am. Um, just going to be really depending on on what work I'm doing at the time. Because if I'm if I'm doing shift work, it may mean that um, I'm not going to be able to get up as early to watch your games. But I'm sure that I'll be popping on at some point next season uh, with yourself and uh, also Deke as well, who's been doing a yeah. sterling job on Certainly some of has. the. Uh, post-match uh, post shows that I've been watching. So I'm looking forward to getting back in the saddle with you guys next season. It is going to be a hell of a time. And it's going to be I'm just the most excited I've been since the season after the Invincibles. We're going to go on and dominate the world. And then it all, someone set fire to it and threw it out our door. as a bag of poop. Anyway, uh, thank you very much, Dan. You've been delightful. Wave goodbye to the boys and girls as I press the button to end the show. We'll see you at 10pm with Sebastian, the Aston Villa fan. Goodbye. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Burkamp Wonderland, show 147 of the day. And this time we've brought you something a little bit different. Uh, rather than having an endless string of deluded gooners who think we're the greatest team in the world now, we're going to come down to earth with a bit of a, with a, bit of a bump with Seb, who's been on twice before. He's our resident Aston Villa fan, and we'll be using him again later on in the season. And, uh, yeah, being an Aston Villa fan, he's as excited for the season as we are. And he's got some predictions for us about the uh, about the upcoming season and what's going to happen. So, uh, Seb, how are you doing? Yeah, it's always a pleasure to be invited back on. Um, one of the highlights of the season talking to you, so I can't wait to get into it. 
<laughs> I would take that as if you meant it. <laughs> it's the best way to be. Right. So, um, yeah, how do you feel about the upcoming season for Aston Villa? Because uh, you've, you've kind of become probably one of the best six sides in the Premier League, maybe, with your form last season and a couple of decent players that you brought in. Yeah, um, I'm not too used to hearing that, in all honesty. I've I've seen us through all the lows and, and not too many highs while I'm at it. Um, obviously, I'm too young to remember all the all the glory days as such. So it's quite it's quite abnormal to me going into a season feeling as though we could take on the world. I'm I'm not sure whether I whether I like it or not. But um, with added expectation comes added pressure, as we were talking about off camera. So I'm just trying to rein it in slightly because I don't want to become too disappointed if we don't end up winning the quintuple so yeah we'll yeah. just have to we'll wait and see take it game by game how i like to say it well much like arsenal we're the we're the best team in london you're the best team in the midlands so at least you can grab hold of that and i don't think that you're letting go of that anytime soon <laughs> the walls are a mess birmingham look like they might be down going down to the third tier and uh i mean i don't know if you count walsaw and uh who's the other one west brom they're, they're all a mess so the bar is on the floor. The bar is really low. <laughs> Just turning up and you've already in, in contention for <laughs> being the, the best team in that entire area. Um, let's bring up the uh, the spreadsheet. And then you've already said you've had a little look at it. So share screen and then predictions. And then we will share this. Yeah, I hope that's not cheating. Out. Move us down the bottom. So, as is customary, I'll just confirm your name is Sebastian Bacon and your Twitter is at Sebastian Bacon number eight. What does the eight stand for? Is that your favourite player or you were eight when you made it? I, I, I wore the number eight when I played. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Sebastian Bacon was taken. So I thought, oh, what could I what could I use next? I actually wore the number 19 when I finished playing um, for Stylian Petrov because obviously Villa legend at the time and yeah. you know, what he went through at Villa, but eight seemed more appropriate. Oh, we've actually got some people watching us, which is which is nice to see, because it's not really something that you're going to um, tune in for for all of them, but some of them have been. Um, your podcast, uh, 7,500 to Holt. Now, I have asked you this before. What does that mean? 7,500 to Holt, that's a great question. And um, I'm probably going to get told off for, for not knowing or not remembering. Um, it's, it's been a long day. Um, I think, I think, you know what? I'm not even going to try and pretend I know the answer. Um, I will get back to you on that one. When when you next have me on, I'll I'll make sure I know for you. Just pretend it's the 7500 bus that takes you to Holt, which is the new <laughs> bus to Villa Park. No one's going to know. When I've only been there, Villa, I've only been to Villa Park twice, and both times it was very windy and uh, yeah, very, very cold. Day. Yes. Yeah, I think one we won the semi-final against Wolves with a Christopher Ray goal, and the other one we lost to Man United in the semi-final of the year that we should have won stuff, and we ended up. I don't think we won anything. Sad <laughs> times, right? Yes, so, okay. Premier League winner, what are you going to go for? So, my initial instinct was City. Um, I think it, it sort of you go into every season expecting City, while Guardiola's manager and at the helm you sort of you can't really look past them um one of the doubts that was cast in my mind was the fact that they lost so much squad depth this summer um and they haven't really replaced it as such but you look at City over the course of the season under Guardiola and they are just simply relentless aren't they and then you look at the other teams in the league and you just don't really see that winning 
sort of mentality and the relentlessness as I was on about where you back them going into every single week. So I will have to say City on this one. It is. I'd love the, nothing more than to be proved wrong, though. I'll put uh, it that way. It is, the, it is the logical bet, isn't it? So where do you think Arsenal are going to finish? So I've put you down as third here. Um, I wasn't sure how Champions League would fare for you with all the added games and the, you know, you won't be able to rotate as much. So, and there were so many clubs that struggled last season that will surely have to finish better this season. So um, I've got you down in third. Um, I'm also going to ask you because I'm going to have fans from other teams on. I'm having brackets. Where do you think Villa are going to finish? Oh. I hate this question. I sprung that one on you. I didn't tell you I was going to do this. <laughs> Horrible. Because I, I don't want to put us too low because then all the Villa fans will say I'm not optimistic enough. And then I don't want to put us too high because I don't want to give Villa fans a bad name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've said as soon as the final whistle blew at the end of last season, I would happily take anywhere above 13th if it meant that we won the Conference League. Or won, a, yeah. or won a trophy, even if we took the League Cup. Like, I've never seen us win anything. So, you know, I was gutted that we didn't win the Premier League Summer Series Cup in America. That would have that would have fulfilled <laughs> me. Um, so, I don't want to say that. I'm going to say 10th. Yeah? Put okay. us in ninth. actually. Put us in ninth. That's good. It's one less letter. Ninth. <laughs> um, I think you can... It's, it's going to go one of two ways of Emery. He's going to do his usual cup magic and get you into the Europa League next season and the season after that, possibly the Champions League, because he has got what it takes, as we yeah. as we all know. Um, or if he's going to try and do a little bit of both. I reckon you've got the squad capable of finishing top six, top seven. I think you're that good. I mean, a couple of really decent signings you brought in. I think you still need someone who's going to score goals when um, uh, the young man is an Arsenal fan. What's his name? You're up from Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins. I do like him. I always get him and uh, Calvert-Lewin mixed up. <laughs> I think one of them likes Arsenal. The other one don't, but they're always constantly linked to us. Uh, so I think you could be in for a good season. I actually bought Unai Emery's book, the English version of it, and Did it you? arrived the week after he got fired. And I've read it. So <laughs> I think you, I remember you telling me that story last time as if well. If you want it, I will, I will uh, shred it and send <laughs> it to you. <laughs> so Arsenal's top goal score, and I'm going to ask you the Villa one, all competitions. Who do you think it's going to be for Arsenal and then Villa? Now, this is where I open myself up to a lot of criticism because there'll be mostly Arsenal fans watching this who have watched a lot more Arsenal than me and um, know a lot more about the club. Now, you sent it to me that said all competitions. If if it had just been the Premier League, I probably would have said Jesus. And I don't know why I haven't seen anyone put Jesus yet because I would have thought that would be the logical shout. However, I didn't know whether he would play as much in the cup competitions. I don't know whether you can fill me in on that. Um, in the early stages, no, he won't be. But in the latter stages, when it is more important and we're playing it against a decent team, I would think that he will be um, Arteta's number one choice. But he doesn't really play as a striker. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, we were saying earlier that it's odd that every Arsenal fan I spoke to has gone for one of the wide men to be our top goal scorer and not Jesus in the middle or even Havertz, who I think maybe be playing games up front. So uh, it's just he's more of a creative spark when he drifts left or he drifts deep and then he'll swap places with Erdegaard or Havertz or whoever is going to be playing in that role. And he's, uh, I think he's definitely scored more goals than he did last season. So who are you going to go for? 
Jesus. I'm, I'm going to put Jesus in because everyone else has gone Saka and those are my two options and I don't want to follow the gravy train. So I will try and be original and, and say Jesus on this one and hope that he sticks um, injury-free for you. And are you picking Gabby Abognahor for your Villa one? <laughs> no, I hate that bloke. God, um, you heard him on the radio. He needs to learn to shut up. He needs to stop doing radio is what he needs to do. They need I to think... get you on because he's an idiot. <laughs> you flatter me. You flatter me. Um, yeah, I think Villa fans will probably agree with you on their opinion of of Gabby. Um, so I'm... problem is with Watkins is he's really hit or miss. Um, and then with... With Emery playing two up front, it looks as though it's going to be Moussa Diaby in that second role. But I I don't want to put too much pressure on him because typically wide men who come to the Premier League take some time to adjust. So I, I am going to say Watkins and let's hope that he scores enough to close down the <laughs> close down the record to Gabby. Maybe he can overtake him sometime soon so we don't have that burden on us. Yeah, well, I don't think that'd be overly hard because I don't remember Gabby being that good a player um, <laughs> scoring that, that many goals or make that a little bit smaller. There you go, Villa Watkins. And I'll do the same with this one. So, uh, the, I feel like I've gone with some basic answers so far. I don't like this. Well, yeah, here comes your... Uh, oh, who, who? what team do you hate most in, in the Premier League? Because uh, for most of us, it's, it's, it's Spurs. So where do you think Spurs are going to finish? And that, then, uh, now this is a complete unknown quantity because it looks like Kane's going to go. Um, so, so who knows? However, Ange has been successful wherever he's gone. I really like the style of football that he that he plays and that he tries to implement. Whether that will be successful at Spurs, I'm not too sure. And obviously they haven't got any European football, so that will help them nonetheless. I, now I, I thought I think Villa will finish above Spurs, but I've had Villa to finish ninth, so maybe I might have to change my Villa prediction because I've got Spurs down in eighth here. Oh, so do you want to put eighth for put eighth for Spurs, and then yeah. can you change Villa's prediction to seventh? For That's me? more like it. Sorry, See, there's our, always our deluded gooners and our, and our lofty ambitions is uh, it's getting the better of you. You've only been here for 10 minutes and you already lost the plot. <laughs> uh, now, FA Cup winner, I think your lot could be in for a shout with one of the two cups. What do you think? I I would love nothing more than to come here and say Villa have a great chance of winning the FA Cup. However, I was still in nappies the last <laughs> time that we reached the fourth round of the FA Cup, let alone anything else. The only the only season I remember us getting past the third round was when we got to the final. And I remember going to Wembley and ruining Steven Gerrard's day, which was brilliant, even more so with his managerial record for us. Now that makes it even sweeter, the fact that we ruined, you know, his fairy tale birthday on the FA Cup final. And then as a little kid, I remember rocking up to Wembley for the final, thinking, oh, Villa have won every game. This is going to be a roll in the park. And then um, I think we were 3-0 down to Arsenal at half-time. It might even have been four at half-time. I can't quite remember. But um, nonetheless, we got absolutely battered and that put me in my place um, and was a sign of things to come in the future. So, yeah, we don't really have a great history in the in the FA Cup. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to predict us. And I'm probably not going to be too popular for this arse answer but i'm gonna go for chelsea oh yeah i am i am i I don't want to say city again because again it's too boring i see newcastle is on there i think newcastle will struggle this year i'd like to see arsenal win it 
big traditional club. Obviously, you won the FA Cup a load of times. Um, I'd like to see you do well. We'll go far in the competition. However, something's telling me Chelsea aren't going to be a complete flop like they were last year. People are saying uh, Villa can finish sixth. By, uh, Mr. Waffles, Phil says seventh. Uh, Loki says sixth. I think there's a lot of love for Villa here. I mean, as a as a as a neutral, I mean, I've always quite liked Villa. I like the stadium. I like the Should way. Come back on here more often. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh, but wait until yeah, that's because we we always smash you. But then you wait <laughs> till you start uh, start doing stuff and beating us and denying us uh, stuff and uh, and and trophies and things. Uh, Phil says Spurs can possibly finish 16th. Oh, size turned up. That's not bad size. Thank you very much. Um, so League Cup winner, what are you going to go with that? Two of League us have Cup. said Villa. Again, I'd love nothing more, but I just can't <laughs> sit here and predict. You don't want to jinx it. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I'm going to go for City. I feel like that is almost their competition now, isn't it? Mm. The amount of times they've won it. Um, again, I'm seeing Liverpool on there, which is another great shout. But I'd, although City don't have the squad depth, can they compete on all four fronts again? I'm going. I'm going to stick with City. They're inevitable, aren't they? At this point. Uh, one that you can't, uh, don't have to worry about not picking Aston Villa, Champions League <laughs> winner. Uh, two of us have picked Arsenal, and absolute madness. Uh, so wh- where are you going to go? Are you going to go for the logical one, or are you going to go for something a little bit different? No, I am going to go for the logical one. I am going to go for Real Madrid. I was I was going to put Bayern Munich in with a shout, but then I remembered they'll probably have Kane, and <laughs> it, feels, it just feels inevitable that he, he won't get his hands on that trophy anytime soon, if if ever. Um, so yeah, I, I am going for the boring answer for that one, unfortunately. Oh, that'd be fantastic if he goes to Bayern and then their winning streak of what ten or eleven Bundesliga titles in a row, mostly at the expense of my Borussia Dortmund. He goes there <laughs> and they don't win anything for the three years that he's there. Before he comes back with his tail between his legs, like like Teddy Sheringham, just without any trophies, and comes back to Spurs like all uh, failed Spurs strikers do. Uh, so, uh, top goal scorer at all competitions. Yeah, I don't um, think you really need to ask me this one. Um, <laughs> who, who didn't go for Haaland? Um, that was uh, Mike McDonald, an Englishman living in America. He's a he's a football young a football coach of a young teams, and he he's a very wise man. He's a blogger, as bloggers tend to be. And he said, "Unkunku, I can't right. see that when Unkunku is not overly good, but he does see stuff. He he is wise, so." Could all be wrong. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for Haaland. I can't, I can't go for anyone else really. Unfortunately, it is the housewife's choice. So slap that one in there. It's a bookie's Uh, favourite. It's been a while since you've been in the championship, so I'm sure you might be able to remember how these teams feel. But what are your thoughts? What does it take to get out of the championship? And is it going to be as simple as it's going to be one of the three relegated teams? I, weirdly enough. I loved our time in the championship. Not not while we were in it, obviously. I was desperate to get out. But looking back on it now, it is some of the most enjoyable times as a football fan that it has to offer. The, the highs and the lows of the playoffs. I remember losing to Fulham, um, knowing that we were on the brink of financial ruin and sitting there in floods of tears. Um, and actually, a funny story for you is James yeah. Bree, who now plays for Southampton. Um, 
his family was sat just a few rows down in front of me and in order to try and console me at the final whistle they they offered me a Krispy Kreme donut which I which I refused um and then obviously winning it the year after there is just nothing better um however I'm not envious of the teams that are in it at the moment because looking at it it looks a tough league to get out of this year um now my my mind initially went to Middlesbrough Obviously, they did really well last year. Carrick looks as though he's going on to really good things. And my good personal mate, Aaron Danks, is is sat on their coaching staff. Um, however, I looked at their squad and they they haven't replaced their almost most important players from last year. You've got Cameron Archer, who I know all too well about. Zach Stefan in goal. Ryan Giles, who's now gone to Luton. And then another Villa player in, in Aaron Ramsey, who they just haven't haven't really replaced or brought back when you have really successful loans I feel like if you don't bring those players back you will struggle so a bit like the inevitability when I said City obviously Pep Guardiola's assistant coach has gone there now so he will instill a bit of that into them and the way they've recruited Aaron Ramsey as previously mentioned Harry Winks Cody I think that they will have enough experience to to win that league so um who did you say you're going to go for? Leicester. Leicester. I don't know what I had a, a brain fart. I'm looking at all the teams. I'm thinking, which one did he just say? Leicester. <laughs> I agree with you. And do you think Vardy will stay there? If Vardy does stay there, that league's perfect for him. All elbows and jumping. He can get 40 <laughs> goals that season. Depends. It depends if he plays to his strengths because you you don't know how the new manager is going to play, do you? Um, if he tries to instill that sort of philosophy that we've seen from the Pep Guardiola regions and Xavi and Vincent Company, then I don't know whether that would suit him too much. However, if you play, if you get the ball, you play it in behind the defence. There's no one you want running onto that other than Jamie Vardy, really, sir. It is indeed. I'm just looking at that season that you won the playoffs. You were finished just below West Brom. That must have been brilliant to uh, get above them. Norwich scored 93 goals that season. They've let Timo Puki go, haven't they? That season is just (laughs) <laughs> complete up and down from from throwing a cabbage at Steve Bruce to um, <laughs> bringing in a Villa fan as manager, having a Villa fan as captain, having a yeah. Villa fan who made the kit that year. It was almost as though it was, it was meant to be. I remember um, it was December time and I think we'd just lost 3-0 away to Wigan sitting in the stand and I turned around to my old man and I went, finish your season now start afresh next season and we can we can push on and try and get promoted little did i know of what was to to come that was the year that jack got punched as well at st andrews it just everything just seemed to work out in our favor in the end it, it was that of a fairy tale so uh, how do villa fans look at jack Grealish now because he is what we thought jack wilshire was end up going to end up being and it's taken him a while at city hasn't it but he, he's, he's not a bad player is he Begrudgingly, begrudgingly, I love him. <laughs> I, I love him. He's a Villa fan by trade, isn't he? The way he acts, the way he talks, you know. Um, I saw that little nod there. <laughs> but yeah, look, he, he left to win trophies and he's ended up, he struggled in his first year, but seeing the football that we knew he could play and him produce it on the biggest stage last season, it, it makes you feel a bit warm and fuzzy inside. However, I, I I did actually boo him when he came back because the last <laughs> the, se- the season he left I hated him I thought 
because we were, we were just about to turn a corner it felt and then he left and we had our whole recruitment where we had to buy a whole new core and we really struggled and I blamed him for that but now that we've sort of got ourselves back on our feet I can take a step back and go you know what he, he did the best for his career and he still loves us so I can't he's gone and won the he's gone and won the treble and the Champions League so I can't begrudge him of that any longer. Well if he left to win trophies and he's won trophies shouldn't he um, right, quite rightly come back now? <laughs> don't don't a, a cheeky me. 10 million bid? <laughs> don't tempt me. Maybe, maybe in the future. I've spoken to a lot of people um, who work in various places and they said it really wouldn't surprise them. But I, I hope that we are too good of a club where he doesn't come back as a retirement home. I hope that like if he does Ramsey. come back, it is still in a competitive matter. Like Ramsey going back to Cardiff. I mean, he's gone there for two exactly. sightseeing. He's, I don't think he's yeah. going to have much luck in the. If, if he got kicked to death in the Premier League, good luck in the Championship, son. <laughs> You are going to be leaving every game on a stretcher. Right, uh, final one. What Premier League manager is going to be the first one to get fired? Now, you you specifically told me to get fired, not resigned. Um, yeah. First of all, I'd like to say a special thank you to Watford to not being promoted because that would have made my answer really easy. Um, yeah. Now, if it, if it was resigned, I would have gone either Lopetegui or Marco Silva because... Obviously, Silva has the rumours of going to Saudi Arabia and then uh, Lopetegui. Well, I mean, Wolves are a mess at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I played a I played a charity football match at the Molyneux with a lot of Wolves fans and they they were really concerned about what's to come this season. Um, and I, I, I can't see him staying there for long, especially if the finances don't work out. However, sacked. I originally put David Moyes down. However, he is already on here and I don't want to, like I've said, I've tried to go for some different answers. So I'm going to go for a bit of a left field shout and go for Steve Cooper from Forest. There were some rumours last year that um, the owners wanted, were looking at alternative options. I, I mean, he is absolutely loved there. Um, but I think Villa went through a bit of a spell with Dean Smith where he got you promoted. He just about kept you up on the last day or the second last day of the season um, in in Cooper's case. However, I feel as though the owners will be a bit impatient and will um, look to replace if they are not high, high up the league. So I don't think it would be a popular one with their fans. Um, and I think it probably would be a silly mistake. However, I can see him if they don't start well. I can see them becoming impatient and maybe pulling the trigger too early. I think the thing with uh, Cooper is that he, he is so ugly. No one wants to be in a room alone with him to fire him because he is. He, he looks like that bloke out the first Robocop film. <laughs> that stuff pulled on him. He was melting. He's, I mean, uh, hey, I am not one to talk about another man's looks, especially <laughs> when I look the way I do. So I'm going to stick out of this one. Oh dear, but he's he's a lovely bloke and he's done miracles with those, especially having 105 new players there. And he's got a big job there and he's a definitely a decent manager. So um, hopefully you're wrong and he'll, he'll stay there, but you never know. Um, one final question about Villa. Um, who's that bloke oh, no. who was um, Liverpool sold into Barcelona? Coutinho. That's what one. is going on with him? He was meant to be the saviour of your club and now he can't even kick a ball. Yeah, um, I. it's a shame because I, I absolutely love Coutinho. Uh, he came in, obviously, on loan and, you know, we were sat in the stands and we were going, look, he's, you can tell he's a he's a cut above the rest. Excuse me. Um, and 
you know, the way he operated when he came in and the way he was scoring goals and he played with confidence. We, we all thought, oh, he's back. Coutinho is back. Um, the one thing I'd like to think, if he doesn't end up going this summer, which I think he probably will. However, if he doesn't, I feel like Villa are in a position for the first time since he signed when we've got players to play around him who are on par technically-wise technically skilled, on par with Coutinho and will be able to maybe bring the best out of him. I feel like before he was, he probably knew he was a cut above the rest. So he struggled adapting and, you know, it didn't help when you have your best mate who knows absolutely nothing about management um, <laughs> telling you what to do. The highest paid manager in the world, I'll have you know. Did you know that? <sighs> Don't even, let's, let's not go there because it will open Unbelievable. up a new um, Yeah. If he stays and he doesn't end up going this summer, there is nothing I would love more than a, a Coutinho resurgence. And with Emery, who knows? Who knows? Because he came in under Emery and he, I remember he scored. Was it against you that he scored that goal at the Park? One big goal. Oh, he's back from injury. Like, this is brilliant. He, he fits our style of play. And then he went and got injured again. So let's wait and see on the Coutinho one. I think 31 years old. Uh, he was recently seen in B&M in, uh, in, in, um, in Birmingham, picking up flip-flops and a bucket and space. <laughs> I think he's, he's been primed to uh, go and join our Gerard over in, in the Saudi me, yeah. Pro Leagues. And good luck to him. I mean, he's probably, mm. he probably could do with a few quid. I mean, that £100 million <laughs> move to Barcelona probably didn't even make enough money to uh, feed his kids. Right, that's it. Um uh, tell people about your podcast and how often that you're on it and anything else that you're up to. Oh gosh, you've um, you've put me on the spot here. Yeah, so we we're on all all platforms, all Spotify, iTunes, Acast, however you like. Um, we try to record at least twice a week when the season is up. We um, I have my own segment of the channel, which is match previews, which we you have been on previously, where we try and get people um, on from the club that we're playing to, you know, give us a bit of a different insight. So it's not all Villa based and we're not all ranting about how amazing we are all of the time. We get different opinions. Um, next season, we're going to try and branch out into more in-person interviews because I feel like that is more, you know, you, you get a feel for the person more then and it feels more personalised to the listener. So, so look out for that, hopefully. Um, I've got an interview with the Athletic Villa writer, Jacob Tanswell, who's just taken the job. That should be out in a few weeks or so, so keep check for that one. But yeah, feel free to, to come along, drop us a message, and we'll we'll get as many of you involved as possible and hope to build a little community. It is. It's, it's a fun time to be podcasting when your team is doing well. And I said to you when we spoke, when you said, uh, how will Emery get on? I said, he'll get you back, he'll get you into Europe. I didn't think mm. he'd do it this quick. But I said he would bore you with the football. And has he started to do that yet? Or is it, are you still in the honeymoon period? We're winning games. So I would quite <laughs> happily take 1-0 wins every single week, passing it around the back if it meant we were winning games. Winning games as a Villa fan doesn't come too often. So when it does, you've got to sit there and enjoy it no matter how you play. I think he had a 20-odd game unbeaten run as, as Arsenal manager from the beginning of the season, including smashing Fulham 5-1. And Arsenal fans still go on about what a horrendous run that was. It was so boring to watch. I think some people are so spoiled. Mr Waffles, who is going to come and do this. Um, when is Mr Waffles on? I shall I go and have a look. Ding, 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 ding. It's not there. 
He's not there. He's going to be with us 11 p.m. on Saturday night, Mr. Waffles. Um, and he is a bit of a hipster living in Portland ish and so he's going to have some crazy crazy uh predictions right i'll i'll look out for that one he is a he's a lovely man i've been friends with him for many many years so if people want to go and uh find their podcast on twitter is at seven five zero zero the word two and the word h-o-l-t-e and sebastian's uh twitter is sebastian bacon and then the number eight uh as always i'm always very happy to have you on because you are a brilliant talker and then most of my lot will look at you and the way you you talk and the stuff you have to say and if you're listening you scumbags take note you're all fired because this is how you should do a podcast he turns up on time he talks sense and he's a pleasure to talk to unlike you scumbags oh you're too kind you're too kind my ego's gonna get too big i'm gonna get told off when i go back to my channel I mean, if you want to become an Arsenal fan, you can come be on regularly <laughs> if you want. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for being on, and we will see you all at 11 o'clock is the last one. It's going to be Chris, the Lion Gooner from Florida. Thank <sighs> you for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's It's been wonderful to have you on. Right, I'm going to do the outro, end the show, and then if you're still there after, I'll have a little chat with you. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Hello, my special, special friends. How are you? Have you missed us? It's been nearly an hour since you heard me waffling on about nonsense. And to waffle more nonsense is the the gator king, the underground worm that is Mr. Mr. Chris the Lion Guna, who spends all day knee-deep in poo, and he's never happier than when he is. How are you, dear boy? I'm doing great, Danny. How are you? Yeah, I am I'm wishing I hadn't organised six pods in one day because I've barely had time. I've got my dinner here. It is um, meat. It is. Uh, I've got it in a bowl, people, because if I'm wheeling along on a plate, it's going to go on the floor. Ocado's <laughs> uh, uh, finest sausages and pork loins. No meat. I mean, no, no vegetables. I don't do vegetables. The way I look at it, a cow and a pig can run away. A vegetable can't run away, can it? It's cruel. So f- let the vegetables be free. Let them do what they want. That's uh, <laughs> Jesus you know, Christ. You can tell I've done six shows. I'm waffling all about nonsense already. How has your day been? Because uh, it's only, um, what time is it there? Is it half past six? Yes, day? sir. Yeah, it's been a busy day. As you can see, I just walked in the door from work. So I'm dressed like an asshole, but I'm here. <laughs> uh, there's some people in the chat. Brady's banana was there early because we moved it by half an hour. Uh, no, he's 5.58 p.m. He's, he's an entire day early. Phil is there. Hello, Phil. Loki is still there once again. And it's, just, it's Loki and Phil. Um, do you use it as a poo, poe after? That doesn't make any sense, Phil. Typing with his feet again. Right, you know why you're here. You are here to be the sixth person to fill in the predictions thing, which is this one there. And first of all, I have to confirm that your name is indeed Chris. Correct. And you are at the Lion Gooner to make sure we have got the right person. Is that you? That is correct. Does it say at the Lion Gooner on your driving license and your birth certificate? It does not. Hmm. Well, we'll let you away with that one then. Right, It'd be cool if it did, though. Uh, right. So the first question we're going to have is, uh, like many other deluded Arsenal fans, who do you think is going to win the Premier League? Well... I'd like to say Arsenal. Um, I mean, 
I'm just going to say Arsenal. Why not? We got stronger. They got weaker. I mean, let's just go for it. Yeah. 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 Walk me in. I wasn't expecting such levels of madness so early on. Well, that obviously means you think Arsenal are going to finish first in the Premier League as well. So that's question number two out of the way. How do you feel about top goal scorer at all competitions? I'm going to go with Gabriel Jesus, mainly because I think he would have been our top goal scorer last year if he hadn't been injured. Yeah. So if he stays healthy all season... I think he has a very good chance of doing it for us this year. It would be nice to have our striker be the one who scores the most number of goals. It would make a change, and it's something <laughs> I would like to see because, uh, like you said, he was out for three months, and I think he was still our second top goal scorer. I think so. If he's going to be if he's going to be fit for the entire season, then uh, I'm just going to go and have a little look and see how many goals he did score last season. I think he well, might have been anyway. like fourth, maybe. So I think uh, it was 11, Martinelli 11. and then Odegaard were tied, I believe. Yeah. Well, Saka, uh, Odegaard, and Martinelli all got 15 in all competitions. And Jesus only got 11. But he missed three months. So, yeah. I mean, at the beginning of last season, I said he was on track to get 25 Premier League goals. That just shows how much I know. How deluded I actually was. <laughs> um, where do you think Spurs are going to finish? Uh, I'm just, I think they're going to finish eighth. Oh, that's quite a common position. Why do you think eighth? Because they're shit, and uh, <laughs> it looks like they're about to lose Harry Kane, yeah. which is going to make them obviously more shit. Yeah. And I don't think their manager's going to be able to save them. So and I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't have any faith in Spurs at all. And no one ever should. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, Stan says he seems he's timed out Brady's banana, even though he's just turned up. So I think, Brady, you might well have been accidentally timed out. So, uh, again, that's been... A <laughs> I think Stan has been pressing buttons with his fingers. I think you can undo it. Uh, no, you're just going to have to wait. If you, want, if you want to make Brady's banana feel better, Stan, you can time out Phil for no reason other than he lives near Norwich. That's uh, just so Brady's banana doesn't feel left out. Anyway, uh, FA Cup winner. Now, this has been one that no one has... Uh, there's not been too much of a different... I mean, too many... Um, not everyone has agreed on the same thing. We've got Newcastle, two for Arsenal, two for Chelsea, one for Man City. What, what are you going to go for and why? Uh, let's see. Well, I don't think we're going to prioritise it as much as we will the Premier League or the Champions League for obvious reasons. So... I'm going to go ahead and give Ziggy, shut up. Sorry about that. I'm going to give Josh a little tickle and I'm going to say Brighton. Brighton, bloody hell. If only he listened to these shows, he would be delighted with that. <laughs> but he, he doesn't listen. What, what does the dog think? Is he going to go for um, Wolf, Wolfhampton Rovers or something like that? I think, I think he's barking at his mom. So. Uh... Ooh. She's walking in and out. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, okay. A League Cup winner. Now this is one that is not really important. It's been the Man City no. Cup for for most of the last six or seven seasons. So, uh, what are you going to go there? Mm, let's. 
that's a tough one. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Man City. Phil's gone and got it, hasn't he? Barking Town, of course, and that is an actual team, Barking Town. Is it really? <laughs> He's done me there. What did you say for the League Cup? I think I said, yeah, I said Man City. Good. Hopefully it's the only thing they win all season. Jolly good. They just have so much depth, so they can they can compete in every competition. They can. How about the Champions League? So far, there's only been two different teams. I'm going to say Bayern. Oh, Bayern. Is that with or without Harry? Does that make any difference? Uh, I think strengthens my pick if they have him, for sure. Um, but I don't think we're going to win it in our first year back. I would love it if we did, but yeah, I'll be happy if we win the Prem. I'll, you know, I'll be happy if we win anything, but... Yeah, I'm going to go with Bayern just because I don't want to pick City again and uh, screw every other team. That's it. Sounds good. But not Arsenal. You don't think we've got a chance? Maybe you think we uh, I mean, I think, I think we have a chance, but I just don't think that we're, you know, I don't think, I know we strengthen the squad. I still am not sure that we're deep enough to challenge for a 38-game Premier League season and the Champions League simultaneously. Dan's having having issues. He's just dropped his freshly made chicken sandwich. That nobody <laughs> nobody has predicted that, Stan. No one. So uh, unlucky. Uh, top goal scorer from the Premier League, but playing all competitions. Are you going to go for something crazy here, like um, like Mike did and go and Kunku, or are you are you going to take the easy route? Uh, I'm going to go the easy route and go Holland. I'm also going to say that uh, you wouldn't have dropped your chicken sandwich if you had it in a bowl like Danny's food. <laughs> exactly. I, so, so after that time, I came out of the kitchen. I had the, my plate on my lap and then uh, I wiggled and then a whole lot went on the floor. I said, never again. It's bowls <laughs> for me. And I haven't looked back. Bowls are the future. And I've, uh, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. And that isn't a very long <laughs> list. Uh, I don't know if you know, Ben Murrican, I didn't, don't know if you know there's a second division in English football called the Championship. What do you know of this mysterious land and do you have any idea who might win it? Um, I don't watch too much of it, to be honest, but I am familiar, obviously, with the existence of it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, based on performance last season, uh I'm going to go next man up and say Middlesbrough. Oh, I, I, um, Sebastian nearly said that. Here we go. M-I-D-D-L-E-S-B-O-R-O-U-G-H. Middlesbrough Roch is, is how it is. Have you ever heard of a place called Ibiza? Yes, I have. Sean is in Thailand at the moment, and she was talking to an American girl there, and she said, I'm going to Ibiza later this year. And the American girl went, what's Ibiza? And Sean tried to explain it to her. I said, you should have told her it is like Cancun, but in Europe. And then she'd have gone, ah, hola. But she had no idea what it was. So um, basically, you just go up there and get off your tits on drugs. Maybe. Um, so uh, Middlesbrough, yes, they've got a decent manager. And they've got a decent team. And, yeah, it'd be nice they if finish, they if the Yeah, they, they finished fourth last year as well. That they did, and they are a pretty decent side. That might be a good shout. Um, how about manager, first manager to get fired, not to leave or not to quit, but to get 
You're out, son. Sacked. Go on. Pack your bags. Well, I'm going to go with uh, a point that I touched on earlier and go ahead and say, what's his name? Postacoglu or whatever? Spurs manager. Oh, yeah, that's what I picked. Why Great minds know? think alike. Indeed. And why do you think that he could be the first one to go? And does it make any difference whether Harry Kane is at the club or not? I don't think it makes a difference whether he's there or not because it didn't make a difference for much better managers as Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte and even Mauricio Pochettino. And this guy, I didn't even know he existed prior to them hiring him. And I think they're just going to get worse, especially if Harry Kane leaves. So fuck him. He's gone. He was the manager of Celtic. He's Australian, uh, but he's, uh, I think he's Greek Australian or Cypriot Australian, one of those two. But he's uh, played for Australia. He's done really well in Australia. Then he went somewhere else and then took over at Celtic and led them to back to back titles. But Brendan Rogers did back to back titles over there. Steven Gerrard won the title with Rangers. So I mean, that shows. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Is. Yeah, I was just about to bring up bring up Gerard. Like, yeah, he did great over there. Look how he did over here. Not very good. <laughs> that is that is very very true. So that's a, a very decent lot of selection. I don't think you've gone crazy on any of them. You've only picked Arsenal to win the Premier League, which is probably what the club's aim is. And you've picked our main striker to be a top goal scorer and Spurs to finish eighth. I think that might be one of the most logical ones, apart from the Bayern Munich, but. Bayern are going to win it, should win it sooner or later, as long as Harry isn't with them while they win it, because they don't need him dribbling all over that trophy, trying to lick it or whatever it is that he does. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've recently spent some time in the good old USA. Which games did you go and see Arsenal play in? Because you were out with Mike Hurts and, and Sophie was there and uh, uh, Mr. Feinberg, he was there. Did you go to games? I did not go to any of the games this time because they were extremely expensive. Oh. I went when they were in Orlando. I went to both games then. Yeah. So what did you and uh, Mr. Feinberg get up to? You got any damn dirt you can dish on him? Uh, I mean, yeah, we had drinks as we always do. Um, but we're also planning something of uh, an Arsenal meetup here in Florida called... Um, what is it? The, 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 the great Florida shit. I forgot the name of it. I'm it so called, sorry. Is it yeah. called Feinberg Alopa? <laughs> Feinberg. Like no, I've got, uh, hold on a second. I've got a card here. I hope you've got pants on. Cause this could be embarrassing. I sure do. That's good to hear. So it's you. called the great Florida Gooner fest. I don't know. I've got a card here. That's nice and shiny. Who did that? Has he organized my, this? My sister made this graphic, actually. Very good. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be a bunch of the uh, Florida Arsenal groups that are all affiliates with Arsenal America. Yeah. And we're going to have a big uh, meetup here December 7th through the 10th. And... That's mainly what we've been talking about. I tweeted it the other day on, uh, I run the Gooner page for Orlando Gooners. I remember now because you asked if we could retweet it and I retweeted it. And you did. And I didn't even read it. It could have been. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for doing that. (laughs) So what's going to be involved at this thing? Just lots of drinking and uh, will we be watching it going to any games? 
so we're just it's it's going to be a watch along type of deal, but I mean, there's going to be so we're still planning some of the things. It's it's not till December, so I do know that we're we have a bar that we're all going to watch the game at. The game's on a Saturday. Um, and then we're just going to meet up at different locations. The details of that will be released once we have them, but, um, it, it's going to be a good time. And, uh, if you want to hear more about it, uh, just follow at the Orlando Gooners with a Z at the end. And I will be posting updates as soon as I have them. Excellent. And BX Gunner is over there in the old US of A. Um, you can go along if you want. And hey, don't let Feinberg anywhere near the money because he will embezzle all of it. Just ask Andy Rhodes. He embezzled $10 million from him. And now Andy is homeless. And he's had to sell his children, which is a shame. And then he gave it all to Gooners vs. Cancer. <laughs> uh, well, no one's actually ever seen any money that's gone any of that. I've sent $25. I didn't win a bloody thing. £25. That's about $1,000. <laughs> I didn't win anything. I want my, I've just messaged him on WhatsApp. I said, did I win anything? He's gone quiet. He's not interested <laughs> in it. Anyway, uh, oh, here we go. Some things have popped up. Phil says, when was Chris last at the Emirates? Have you even, have you even been to the UK? I have not. I plan on doing it, hopefully, probably not this year, maybe next year, but I've just been super busy. We're trying to buy a house and stuff like that, so yeah. I don't really have the money to uh, expense that trip quite as of yet. We'll give it a few years. Arsenal will be shit again, and then you'll be able to get tickets for, for 25 quid. <laughs> and what, right. what does Stan say? I remember driving through a small village in Bedfordshire and seeing a sign with an arrow pointing to an event called Fuckfest, but the missus wouldn't stop the car, so I couldn't go investigate. I think it might have been <laughs> Truckfest, you, you tit. Anyway... There you go. That's all your predictions done. It's It's been very good. It's been nice to have you on again, even though uh, you've been disconnected twice. It, I think it was worth the wait. And now you can go and spend the rest of your... What are you going to do for the rest of the evening? You're going to put your feet up and have uh, a couple of shandies? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I think what happened in the beginning was I realized I wasn't on the Wi-Fi and I probably should have just left it. So when I switched to Wi-Fi, I probably just went... There you go. That is the explanation. Right. If people want to find you, hunt you down on Twitter, what is your Twitter username? Uh, it's right there at the Orlando Gooner. Uh, that would be, it'd be great if you followed me there, but also it would be great if you followed Orlando Gooners with a Z because I run that Twitter and we're trying to blow it up. We only have like 105 followers and that's just, that's just not enough. I shall go and do a tweet, uh, a special tweet and remind me to go and do it maybe tomorrow because I've got some editing to do to go and tweet one and say, Oi, all you lot go and follow this. And then, uh, I will. Thank you. Otherwise they're going to get Mike Feinberg nudes in the post and nobody needs that. <laughs> right. Um, say goodbye to everybody, the boys and girls watching at home and I will play the outro. All righty. Goodbye everyone. And remember, fuck Ellis. <gasps> Shocking. <laughs> as soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at him, so when you see him in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately, and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. <laughs>